Daddy drove off with a squeal of tires, the dog running hard behind the truck. Like the dog, I was not giving up that easily. I let the screen door bang shut behind me and went through the house to tell Mom. It took me three weeks of begging to get her okay for this party. She kept telling me I was too old for a birthday party. What was she trying to say? Just because this was my only birthday party since I was six years old did not mean I had outgrown them. Practically the whole 12th grade came to our house for Colin's graduation party. I only got to invite half my class, but my birthday party could be just as good if I got any cooperation at all. It was a good thing a party with boys didn't need silly party favors, only a dance floor and plenty of soda pop. We still had the dance floor Daddy built, standing on its edge in the garage, but I needed music. I had to get permission to use my own money. Could we talk about my party? I would ask at supper time. I'd like to buy some new records. I thought you bought new records last week, Daddy said. I need to have the latest ones for my party. You made up your own mind how much money you wanted to set aside for saving, didn't you? Daddy said. He was right, but in the first rush of enthusiasm, I had been too strict with myself. Maybe you could ask some of your friends what they have, Mom said, knowing I didn't have any more spending money. She'd told me I had to get Daddy's okay to use my savings. Borrow some records for one day, she said. That's what Colin did. Colin's girlfriend has every record the minute it comes out, I said. He didn't have to borrow. Carrie simply put herself in charge of the music. The boys aren't going to dance at this party anyway, Daddy said then. If his voice could write on stone, that line would have been added to the Ten Commandments. Boys your age are too shy girls. Daddy. He pointed that finger at me. You are way too young to be giving that kind of party. That was how the birthday talks went. First, Mom told me I was too old for a birthday party. Then Daddy told me I was too young to dance with a boy. There was not one person in the world who cared if I ever had a fun time. Could I be excused? I'd say. I have to see if anybody else has some new records. Pardon me while I humiliated myself, calling around and borrowing things. That was the begging. There was a bargain, too. Mom said I had to vacuum the whole house the day before and the day after the party. I'd do the vacuuming, and she'd make me a cake. Colin did not have to beg or bargain or borrow for his party. He didn't have to do anything but mow the lawn, which was his job anyway. He didn't have to help with cleanup either. I know, because I did. But we made a deal, Mom and me. I had already done the before. I had vacuumed the entire house, plus cleaned the bathroom. She threw the bathroom in at the last minute. That birthday party was all set. I couldn't call it off. I found Mom in the little shed where she worked, painting roses on this old buffet. She was leaning in close, getting paint in her hair, as she concentrated on some small detail. Right up till then, I'd hoped she'd see my side of things. But the minute I saw her, I knew it wouldn't happen that way at all. This thing with Colin was too big. Grace, where'd your daddy go? She asked me. Somebody called. They said Colin burned his draft card. Oh, no. Mom sat back. She threw her paintbrush down on her work table, saying, I hope your daddy can bring him on home. I asked, Do you think Colin will get arrested? Because burning draft cards is against the law. I knew this because Daddy and Colin had completely destroyed a Sunday afternoon, arguing about it being a form of free speech. Don't say it, 
Mom said, pushing her hair away from her face. Don't even think about it. I did think about it. Things had not been right around here since Colin started acting up. He let his hair grow to his shoulders, painted peace signs on his jeans. He wanted to go to sittings and such over at the junior college with our cousin Thatcher. Not on your life, Daddy had said the first time Colin asked. My life, Colin said. Exactly. That was how they'd been talking to each other lately, in very few words. It was just a sit-in, Mom said in a bewildered way. I knew what she meant. Colin went to a sit-in last week and nothing like this happened. She asked, Do you know who it was that called? I think it was Mrs. Miller from the drugstore. There was nothing going on that that woman didn't make it her business to know about. If we held an election to throw somebody out of town, Mrs. Miller would win, hands down.